When you as a leader is obedient to the purpose you were born for, it opens the gateway to divine help in the face of overwhelming odds. And today we're learning how you can have victory in the face of these overwhelming odds by just being obedient to your calling, to what you have been born for. And it's not a hard thing. You will get guidance, you will get help, and you will get encouragement. And the peace that will just settle in will help you to go forward and do what you need to do and what you are called to do. So please stay tuned until after the intro so that we can really see how you can have victory in the face of overwhelming odds. Welcome to the Rise and Shine show where we help you to become the leader that you were born to be. The show is proudly brought to you by Sunshine Harvest. And now let's move on to today's episode. Hello and welcome to today's broadcast. I'm so grateful to have you with me. And today we continue in our series, Avoid Making Mistakes by Learning from History. Now this is part four in the series. So if you haven't uh, followed up to now, I'm going to recap a little bit, but there's so much information, I cannot cover everything again. So it's important that you go back to um, part one, two and three, so that you can really get the, the full picture of why it is so important to learn from history so that you can avoid mistakes. But also, we can learn from history and do the things that those examples uh, gave us so that we don't have to be held back and so that we can get to um, our victories much quicker. And today, we're really going to look at victory in the face of overwhelming odds. Because as you know, there's so many things that you and I face on a daily basis. And it seems as if we think we're going to get the victory now. And I've got this vision. I'm going to do everything that I've been called for and that I've been born for. And then it just seems as if all the circumstances just stand up and it just rises up. And it just wants to overwhelm me and it just doesn't want to allow me to go further. But that is not the truth. It's only the circumstances that shows that. And throughout the series, we've seen that. We've seen it in the life of Gideon, the example that we're looking at here. And so what we're really going to look at today is how God helps Gideon prepare for the coming battle. Because you and I have battles every single day. And when you know what is at odds, and what is coming, then it's much easier for you to uh, put a strategy together and so that you can move forward. Because we also saw how important it is to be encouraged and to have peace. And all these things are necessary. And um, up to now, we've really learned how important it is to obedient to our calling and to our purpose. So when you as a leader is obedient, when you are obedient, to the purpose you were born for, that really opens the gateway to divine help in the face of overwhelming odds. And that is so, so precious that we can learn these things and so that we can apply these things. And it's very precious for me to be able to share these things with you, to empower you to go where you need to go to. Now, I'm going to recap a little bit here. And... Uh, just the importance of history 
like we saw how Paul, uh, one of the apostles said that these things were written down for our admonishing and instructions. All these stories in history, which really happened, it's real people, it's real life situations, and you and I can learn from these things because it's for our instruction. Not only the stuff, like we've said, that we shouldn't do, but also the things that, that was done there and how they operated so that we can learn from that and that we can go forward. And why, you may ask, because I don't want to go through the school of hard knocks and I don't want you to go through the school of hard knocks to have to learn all these things on your own and only learn by mistakes. It's, it's okay, it's a good way to learn, but you know, there's a better way. Because there are people and there have been people that went before us that went through all these things. And although the circumstances and the times were different, it doesn't matter. There's nothing new. Everything is the same because we people, we may have uh, fresh technology and new technology and we can think we're so enlightened today and we've got all these things. But you know what? We're still people. We still have the same needs. We still need to be encouraged. We still need to have that peace in our hearts. And that is so, so, so vital. And where it really comes from as well, and that we have learned as well. Again, Paul, one of the apostles said um, in his letter to the Romans, he said, I make a decisive dedication of my body, presenting all my members and faculties as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to my God, which is my reasonable, my rational, my intelligent service and spiritual worship. And this is really what it comes uh, and boils down to. Like we've seen, if you take your life and you put your life before God, before the one who made you in his image and in his likeness, when you do that, and when you're willing to do that, humbling yourself to do that, then you start renewing your mind through his word and you can prove for yourself, for yourself, what is the perfect will of God for your life. Because without God's will for your life, without knowing God's will for your life, you cannot accomplish what you need to accomplish, what you were born for. So it's really in, in, in that position of, of humility where God takes us and he lifts us up. And that way we can walk with him and do what he wants us to do. And that's how, uh, and we will also see in today's uh, broadcast, as we're looking deeper into, into Gideon's life, how God just used these things, the humility, where Gideon didn't um, just say, I will do it my way. But he obeyed God, he listened to what the commander said, and he applied what the commander said. And they were very successful very, very quickly. And their, their seven years of, of calamity, their seven years of oppression was ended abruptly because Gideon was willing to lay down his life. Although he had a whole bunch of excuses, God just ignored those excuses because he knew what he already placed inside of Gideon. And the moment Gideon realized that and he saw that God really knew who he was and what's on the inside of him, then it just became so much easier for him just to say, okay, God, I've uh, realized now that this is you. I will obey you and we will move forward. So I'm not going to go into much more detail 
at this stage. So we're going to move on to today's message, uh, which we have seen is victory in the face of overwhelming odds. Now, this starts in Judges, uh, the book of Judges, chapter 7, and we're going to go sort of verse by verse, but I'm not going to specifically dwell on each verse. I will um, pull out and point out the, the important areas which God really wants us to see so that you and I can be empowered by what he wants to share with us. And now what, just to give you a um, little background, just so that we can start tying this in with, uh, with the previous message. In the previous message, we also saw that um, the obedience is the gateway to our success. And so God spoke to, to Gideon and he said to him, I want you to set your people free. And God gave him specific stuff to do. God told him to tear down the, this altar of this uh, this idol, this false god, which Gideon did abruptly. And then even his father stood up with him against the people that wanted to kill uh, Gideon at that time. And so Gideon immediately had help. And the moment that Gideon acknowledged that he's not this wimp, that he's not nothing, he started, he blew on the trumpet because it says there that, that God clothed Gideon with his spirit and Gideon blew this trumpet and because the people knew that uh, Gideon was was a mighty man of valor they came together the whole family the whole clan came together to hear what Gideon had to say to them and then he sent out from there he sent out messengers to some of the other tribes of Israel to come together so that they can help him because this is was, was his idea and this is the important part This is what Gideon thought. He thought, okay, we need as many people and as much help as we can get to whack this enemy. Because like we've seen, there was, I think it was about 135,000 soldiers from the enemy army. It says they they were so many, they were like locusts. They couldn't even be counted. And even their camels couldn't really be counted. And they brought their uh, oxen and their cattle with them, the, the stuff that they were eating. And that's how they destroyed everything that the Israelites have at that time. So Gideon called all these people together. And um, it says then here in chapter 7 verse 1. Then Gideon and all the people who were with him rose early and they encamped beside the spring of Herod. And the camp of Midian was north of them by the hill of Moreh in the valley. So there were already quite a number of people here that uh, Gideon could get together. But Gideon continues and he says, uh, or the Lord actually says to Gideon. So now God sees that Gideon has has, uh, assembled the people. They're ready to go because God said uh, he's going to use Gideon to set these people free. And God says to Gideon, the people who are with you are too many for me to give the Midianites into your hands. Oh my goodness, I thought I need all the help that I, that, I, that I can get to go up against the enemy. And now God comes and he says, no, 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 wait a second. These guys that you have, they way too many for me to give the enemy into your hands. But then God qualifies why he does that. He says, lest Israel, lest you boast 
about yourselves against me saying my own hand has delivered me and that is like we saw as we started off here victory in the face of overwhelming odds so this army was so big and Gideon thought okay I need as many people as I can get and isn't that what's happening to us many times because I've known I know from from my own experience and from in my own life I knew I had to do something and then I decided okay I'm going to do this and this and I put everything together but you know what I didn't consult with the one who gave me the order I didn't consult with God and say Lord okay here I am what do you want me to do how do you want me to do this when do you want me to do this and you know what invariably I failed I had to fail because it was my own plans it was not God's plan and this is why this is so important for us to know and to see here Gideon thought he had to get all these people together and that was how they were going to defeat this overwhelming multitude of the enemy army but God says no 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 because if you have too many people you're going to think it's because of the numbers and because of your strategies and because of your thinking that you're going to get the victory and then you're going to turn away from me and that's exactly what happened to you and that's what they happened to the to the Israelites here And this is also important just to note because they were in bondage for seven years. And although the the writer says here, God gave them over to the oppression of the enemy, but it was actually their disobedience to God's commands that opened the door so that the enemy could come in and could come and oppress them. That's really what happened and that's what what happens in in people's lives that what what happens in your life my life when we do not follow the instructions of the one who gave us the instructions in the in the the first place when we try to do it our own way then we open ourselves to to destruction because everything that you and I say that we do even what we think have consequences so I can either do the stuff that's having good consequences or I can do this stuff that's destructive and I know you as a leader and that's why you're here that's why you're connecting with me I know that you want the success not only for your own life but also for your family and for the people that you're connected to and that's important we need these leaders I need you that's why it's so important that you are here and that you're learning these things with me so that we can share these things and so that we can move forward and do what we need to to do so God continues here and he says to to Gideon so now proclaim in the ears of the men saying whoever is fearful and trembling let him turn back and depart from Mount Gilead and you know what happened 22,000 of the men returned and only 10,000 remained so there were 32,000 men and God said to Gideon let those guys who are afraid and who are trembling let them go back let them go back to their homes we don't need them and you know it's to me it's actually surprising because these guys came when when Gideon blew on on the horn on the trumpet they all came together and now all of a sudden they're afraid they don't want to go against the enemy because this enemy army is so overwhelming and you know that uh, is applicable to you and I Don't allow people 
to dictate to you what you have to do because and and uh, sort of warn you against circumstances and say yeah but you must just be, be careful of this this big thing is going to happen and you're not going to be able don't listen to those things listen to the one who gives you the instructions and helps you to put the strategy together Gideon listened to God yeah, he didn't listen to the people because I can guarantee you these people who were fearful and were trembling if Gideon asked them what to do he would have gotten the wrong advice so that's why you need to be encouraged and you have to have that peace that peace of God and Gideon had it because he said God in the previous chapter he said God please show me that it's really you that is with me and that it's you that spoke to me and God is, is, is faithful and he also understands that and that's why he showed Gideon he said okay this is God that is with me so we can move forward so then now remember Gideon sitting here with with 10,000 guys here and the Lord said to Gideon the men are still too many bring them down to the water and I will test them there this is important to note and I will test them there so God tells Gideon he says I will test them for you you don't even have to test them I'm going to show you what needs to be done but I will test them for you and then as we go along we will see how God tested them yeah and God says and he of whom I say to you this man shall go with you he shall go with you and this man of whom I say this man shall not go with you he shall not go so God says to him you only take the people who I tell you they can go the other guys whom I telling you they should not go with you let them uh, be put aside let them go back home and then verse 5 so Gideon brought the men down to the water and the Lord said to Gideon everyone who laps up water with his tongue as a dog laps it you shall set by himself so in other words these guys would just go through the water and they just lap the water up uh, like a dog put them aside likewise everyone who bows down on his knees to drink put them aside put them separate so group these two people or these two groups together now why is this important um, because when you're in battle when you're in a fight you don't want someone who's basically turning away his face from the enemy you don't want to put your back to the enemy ever and like someone put it to me once he said Yanni you never allow the devil to see you sweat and that is really so even if it seems as if everything is against you do not ever let something come out of your mouth or even your facial expression let it show that you are afraid never do that just um, stay back in a way and just open your heart so that God can speak and so that God can show you which direction what he wants you to do and that really works because the moment you speak something you basically sow that seed and you put that thing in action but when you keep quiet when you stay back and you wait until God shows you what to do that's when you can move forward and then that's what what will happen so when these guys just lapped up I mean they were alert they were awake and they, they could see what's going on around them. But when you go on your knees and you go and drink the water, you're vulnerable. That's just in the physical. Then you're vulnerable and someone can attack you or someone can take you out. Because now you 
on your knees, you still have to get up and also you have your eyes away from the circumstances and from the surroundings. You don't know what's going on around you. And the number of those, this is verse 6, and the number of those who lapped, putting their hand to their mouth, was 300 men. But all the rest of the people bowed down upon their knees to drink. So there were only 300 guys that were really alert and that just lapped up the water and they knew what was going on around them. They, they were ready for, for action. And um, in verse 7, And the Lord said to Gideon, Were the 300 men who lapped it, or uh, were the 300 men who lapped, I will deliver you and give the Midianites, give your enemy into your hand. Let all the other men return to his home. Oh my goodness. Gideon started off with 32,000 guys. The enemy army was 135,000. So he was already, he was just, what is it? It's like a quarter of what this massive army already was. Then it was cut down to 10,000 and now we're sitting with 300 guys. I mean, this is, this is ridiculous. How, how is he ever going to win this battle? How is he ever going to get this massive army um, to succumb to them and to destroy them and to get them to, to run away? But, but God, God has got a plan and that's why God is doing this because God wants to get the glory so that everybody will know, both the Israelites and the enemy, that God came through for them. And that is why this is so vitally important for you and I. So now these guys that stayed with Gideon, these 300 guys here in verse 8, it says, so the people took provisions and their trumpets in their hands and uh, Gideon sent all the rest of Israel, every man to his home, and retained those 300 men. And the host of Midian, the enemy, was below him in the valley. Now this to me is also an important point. Here Gideon sits, he's only got 300 guys, but look at his position. He's above them. He's, he must have been on a hill uh, because it says the, the enemy was in this valley. And when you can look down on your fat on your enemy you already have a uh, an advantage point and this is very important for us to know that we always are elevated when we allow god to put us into position that which he called you for that which he put purposed for you even before you were born you're already basically placed in a position of authority in a position of power and when we acknowledge that and do not look at the circumstances, then we will realize that we are already there. We don't have to look up at the enemy. We don't have to bow down before the enemy because our God is greater than that. And just um, on, this, on this point here, this is applicable when you're a born again son or a daughter of God. If you are not born again, it doesn't matter. You just have to acknowledge God and God will help you to come into his kingdom. So don't try to do this stuff on your own because if you do not have the spirit of God living on the inside of you, which only happens when you are born again, then is the only way that you can really apply these principles as I'm showing you here. But if you even apply these principles, uh, even if you're not born again, it will work for you. 
but it will not work to the glory of God. It's still, you're going to think, okay, but I did it. So please, it's important that you submit your life like I showed you in the beginning. And as I went throughout the series, that you really have to submit yourself to God as a living sacrifice so that he can work through you. That's what he wants. He wants you and I to work with him, not separate from him. Thank you for listening to that. Okay, so verse 9, at that same night, now remember what we said in the previous um, uh, session, in part, uh, what was it, part 3. I I told you that prompt obedience is your gateway to success. And this is prompt obedience. Every time when God spoke to Gideon, he immediately obeyed. Although he uh, went during the night, he didn't go through during the day when he had to pull down the altar. He still did it that same day. And that is important that you and I obey and that we do the stuff what God tells us to do immediately when he tells us because then we see the results and then God gets the glory and we see the the outcome that we really want and that we really need. So that same night, the Lord said to Gideon, Arise, go down against the, the enemy camp for I have given it into your hand. Remember I said to you earlier, And in the previous message, I said to you, when God gives you something to do, he's already given you everything that you need on the inside of you to have the victory. All you need to do is to find it on the inside of you so that it can come out, whether it's through speech or whether it's through doing. It doesn't matter which way uh, is applicable in that specific circumstance but you already have everything on the inside of you. And here God says, he says to Gideon, for I have given the enemy camp into your hand. So you and I already have the victory. So when God tells you to do something, you already have everything that you, that you need on the inside of you. And God will even bring the physical resources. As you will see here, God will bring the physical resources and eventually he will bring the people around you that you need to take what, what, what you have been uh, born for, to take it not only to your own family, your own community, but even to take it out to the rest of the world because that is how important it is. I need you. I'm telling you I need you. God needs you because you are a leader. That's why you're here. This is the Rise and Shine show uh, or Rise and Shine leadership show. That's why you are here because you're a leader. It's not just by coincidence that you are here. I'm telling you, I'm speaking into your life today as I have been over this um, past months. I've been speaking into your life and I'm calling you to, to do what you were born for because I need you and people across the world need you. You know the circumstances that we are in and that we are living under today. There are people that rose up and think they are God's. They can control you. They can tell you what to do. They can take away your freedom. They can do all these things. And I'm telling you, we have to stand up just like Gideon here. Not in our own strength with tons and tons and tons of people. It's not necessary. But as you will see, the, 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 the masses of people, it comes into play. But we will see how important it is when they come into play and when they're not like here. 
Gideon sits with 300 guys against an army of way over 100,000 men. So how, are we, how is he going to overcome this, this army? And this is what we're learning here. This is what we're learning how to strategize by listening to the commander, to, to God himself. Now listen to what God says. He knows you. He knows me. So he even knows that we sometimes fear. Because here he says to Gideon, although he said to Gideon, you mighty man of valor, he also says here to him in verse 10, he says, but if you fear to go down to the enemy camp, go with Pura, your servant, down to the camp. Now this is important. God told him to take someone specific to take this person with him. Not just take anyone, because God knew Gideon needed someone with him that's also a, a guy that, that can uh, go for it, that's not afraid to, to do stuff. So where these two were together, it was easier for Gideon to go down. But now also think of yourself. Although it's in, in, in the nighttime, Gideon had to go down to the enemy camp. And I mean, there's a multitude of people. If they see him, they're just going to kill him immediately. And yet God says to him, go down to the enemy camp. And verse 11, this is the reason why God sent him down there. And he said, and you shall hear what they say. And afterward, your hand shall be strengthened to go down against the camp. Remember in the previous message, we talked about courage. You need to be encouraged. You need to be strengthened. You need the peace so that you know what you know what you need to do will take place and that you will have the victory. And God is saying, saying to him, yeah, this is the reason why I'm sending you here. I'm sending you to the enemy camp so that you can hear what they are saying so that you can be encouraged and so that you can be strengthened. And um, then it says here, Gideon went down with his servant Pura to the outpost of the camp of the armed men. And I mean, here it tells you, it was an army. These guys were all armed. So if Gideon went there and they saw him, they would have definitely killed him. And yet he still went. He still went because he knew God is with him and God told him to go. So that says something about Gideon. It's, it's, it's amazing. Now verse 12, And the Midianites and the Amalekites and all the sons of the east lay along the valley like locusts, for multitude and their camels were without number as the sand of the seashore for multitude that's how it looked to the israelites they couldn't count these guys it says as the sand of the seashore for multitude now i don't know whether you've been to the seashore but at least you've seen pictures of the seashore i'm telling you there's lots of sand lots and lots and lots of sand and then verse 13, when Gideon arrived, behold, a man was telling a dream to his comrade. Now, this is why God sent Gideon down at this particular time. And this is another reason why it's so important for you and I to promptly obey. Because God knew that these guys were going to speak to each other and that they're going to tell each other these stories and that's why Gideon had to be there at that specific time at that specific place so that he could hear what these two uh, enemy uh, soldiers what they are talking about 
So, and the man said, Behold, I had a dream, and a cake of barley bread tumbled into the camp of Midian and came to the tent and struck it so that it fell and turned our tent upside down so that the tent lay flat. Now just think about this. This guy had a dream. And here he's telling this dream to his, to his buddy and he says, listen, I've had this dream. And here's a little barley bread. And just on this, barley is one of the first crops that grow in the Middle East. It's the first crop apparently that, that grows and it's not really regarded as, you know, as fine flour when, they, when, you, uh, when you mill it. It's not regarded as fine flour. It's, it's kind of, you know, a little bit inferior to the real wheat flour. And that is almost um, uh, significant in the way uh, of, of Gideon where he said, but, you know, I'm just the smallest I'm the, the poorest, our family is the poorest. He didn't have a good um, self-image, but God just encouraged him. And so here is this little barley loaf that came down and it struck this tent down. And number 14, verse number 14, it says, And this soldier's comrade replied, This is nothing else but the sword of Gideon, the son of Joash, a man of Israel. Now where in the world would these guys know anything of Joshua? Here's another example and another testimony and another proof that Gideon was not a wimp. He was not a coward. These guys are saying here, this is nothing else but the sword of Gideon, the son of Joash, a man of Israel. So these guys must have somehow known something about Gideon. So Gideon was not that guy, that, that coward that was just uh, hiding there in the wine press. These guys must have somehow known something about Gideon. So I don't know whether he went out and he, uh, you know, had excursions against the enemy. I don't know what he did. It doesn't tell us. But here it's very important to note that. And when you rise up, in the place that God called you, people also realize and notice who you are because God has already raised you up. And then he goes on and he says, Into Gideon's hand God has given Midian and all its host. Here this enemy soldier is telling his buddy, he's giving him a, an interpretation of this dream and he says, this is what this means. This Gideon guy, I'm telling you, that's Gideon. He's going to, destroy us. He's going to wipe us out. How in the world can you believe that this can happen? This is only God. Because God knew that these two guys are going to talk. God knew that he gave this dream to this one man and he was going to share his dream with his buddy and this guy was going to give the interpretation. And Gideon had to hear it. Can you now understand in one of the previous verses here, uh, where is it now? And I think it was verse 9, where God said to Gideon, Arise, go down against the enemy camp, for I have given it into your hand. But if you fear, go down, go with your servant to the camp. And verse 11, And you shall hear what they say, and afterward your hand shall be strengthened to go down against the camp. 
You see, God already told him. He basically told him what he was going to hear there. God didn't tell him the whole story, but he said, you will go down there. You will be encouraged. You will be strengthened when you hear this news. Because the enemy already knew that they, that they doomed, that they're going to be destroyed. Somehow they knew it. They were talking among each other. And then in verse 15 here, when Gideon heard the telling of the dream and its interpretation, Gideon worshipped God and he returned to the camp of Israel and said, Arise, for the Lord has given into your hand the host of Midian. So here Gideon is so excited, he strengthened just like God said that he would be when he heard what the enemy was saying, what these guys were saying. And immediately he knew that it was God. He worshipped God. He didn't say, oh, I'm the man of the hour. I'm the guy who can do this. No, he knew it was God. But he rose up and he said, God Almighty, it's you. And he returned to the camp of Israel. And remember, there were only 300 guys. But he said to them, arise, for the Lord has given it into your hand the host of Midian. He didn't even claim it for himself. He says, God has given into your hand the host of Midian, the enemy. And this is very important for you and I. And I realize that for you and I, when we understand this, and I want you to know how important it is for you to realize that you are a mighty man of valor or a mighty woman of valor. Because God has called you, God has purposed you, and all He wants for each one of the people that has ever been born across the world, we have a purpose that God gave us. But so few people really tap into this, dig into this, and do what God tells them to do. So I encourage you, please, if you didn't listen to the previous messages and that to the previous broadcast, please go back and listen so that you can understand how God is calling you and I'm calling you and I'm encouraging you. Do what you were born for. I need you. I need you beside me because the people that you have contact with that God wants you to to impact and influence, I, I might never speak to them. I might never see any of those people. But It doesn't matter. If we work together as a a family, as a body, then we can do what we need to do. Just like Gideon here. Even if we're a small little army, it doesn't matter. And that's why I'm speaking to you personally. I'm speaking to you specifically. I need you. God needs you. People need you. Millions of people all across the world need you. Thank you so much for listening. Please share this message. Share it with with family, friend, friends, share it as, as wide as you can, and please follow, follow us, subscribe to this uh, to this channel, and please help me to get this message out. You can also go to my website, sunshineharvest.com. I will have the link below in the description, and please donate. Help me to get this message out on multiple platforms so that we can get the leaders, get every single person to fulfill their purpose and their calling in life. Thank you so much for listening and I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next uh, session in part five where we're just going to go on and see how Gideon uh, and his army 
what happened to them there. But as you already know, God said here, I have given this enemy army into your hand. And Gideon even said it to his men. So they all fired up. And I trust that you are fired up with me. But we will see that in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. And you have an awesome day. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise and Shine show today. Please hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with your friends and family. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.